Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone. What camera are we on? This camera. Oh. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your hostess with the mostess, and with me is my co-host, the amazing, fabulous, super colossal Ann Carrigan. Wow, wow. What what an introduction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good evening, everybody. <laughs> you yes. can tell the level of excitement is we very so high here this tonight. evening. Yeah. That's <laughs> and, right. And professionalism. Which camera are we looking at? But here we are. Well, you got the little red lights on all of them. I can <laughs> see them, but I, I wasn't sure if that red light up there was the red light. There's a little red light up there. That's the camera we look at uh-huh. every time. Yep. Every time? Well, you're supposed to look at the camera with the red light on it. Mm. So anyways, here we are. Can I just, like, psychically pick the camera? Poor Ron. He's not feeling well this evening, but he's persevering. I'm persevering. He's persevering. I'm sucking it up. (laughs) Anyways, we have a great show to you tonight. We do? (laughs) Yes, we do, because we we really do. We have Paranews with Nate, who's gone back to his roots. uh, His roots? Yeah, his roots is doing the Paranews. Paranews. And and Anne, Anne has something really special for us. Yes, I do. I do. Are we going to launch right into you this? You're going to tease it? No, I don't want to launch into it. Okay. You're going to tease it? <laughs> I have um, a wonderful top ten list that you guys are going to love. Really? Yes. Is it top ten reasons why I love Ron Kolick? No. Damn. Not quite. Is there Not ten gone. reasons? Ten reasons. To love Ron Kolick? Ten reasons to kill Ron Kolick? There you go. Maybe. <laughs> Nobody, no Ron Kolitz were hurt in the filming of this. That's right. As of yet. Uh, anyways, we do have a good show, and Anne does have a surprise for you. We have the Paranoids, and we also have joining us on our set today, which I'm going to bring her right in. All right. Is uh, someone who I've known, ooh, I'm trying to think of, do I know you longer or Leslie Nova? I think you know Leslie longer. So, uh, without further ado, the girl that I must know longer than this fabulous woman right here, uh, Leslie Martin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here again. I love coming here and being with you guys. That was so contrived. You think so? Stop. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, okay. I'm serious. He's immediately made our guest uncomfortable. It's okay. I'm used to it. Remember, she drove down here with me. I've been with the man for a couple of hours now. So So when did I first meet you, Leslie, speaking of that? Uh, I think we met back in 2008. 2008. Yeah. Oh, when I was just a little boy. Yeah, yeah. you're a wee lad. Well, yeah, you might have. You uh, might have so met me first. I might have met you first? Yeah. All right, so wh- where did I meet you? 2006. I met you in person um, at a lighthouse tour. Yeah. And was I, I bigger than life? I'm always afraid to I met you online in 2008. Oh, like, online. On, it was on online my, dating. That's online. MySpace. <laughs> I met you first a long what? time ago. MySpace? Mm. MySpace. Yep. MySpace? MySpace. I miss MySpace. I wish I had my own space. 
<laughs> right now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, MySpace was cool. Yeah, I liked I it. Especially at the end, you could put little music on, and I put the theme to X Files oh, yeah. when Maya was fun. on, and it was it was fun. It was. It oh. just I don't know why it killed the other one. Killed it so much. Why did it kill it so much? Oh, because it was just uh, the 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 difference between MySpace and Facebook yeah. was that. MySpace, you didn't have, you couldn't have like a direct conversation. Oh, the interaction. You'd thing. have to send a message, do 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 do, do and then, oh oh, Ron replied. <laughs> but they, so they had an like instant messenger. They put remember you should be pop up and make annoying noises at the end. Yeah, at the end when yeah, they were just that was annoying. <laughs> the last ditch effort to keep up with, uh, yeah. to keep up with Facebook. Is MySpace still around? It is. I don't know. It's uh, totally different now, though. It's, it's like about music. Music, and, yeah. Music and, uh, groups. Uh, that's what it was originally designed for, by the way. Anyway, a little bit? Originally, yeah. Ah. yeah. Well, that's how yeah. I met you. Really? Because you had put out you an ad. You were trolling uh, the, the MySpace. <laughs> I was trolling for paranormal stuff. And, you and said, I wow, came across look at this guy. New cool. England Ghost Project. You were looking for people to do research in you know, communities that were not near you. Really? And I said, oh, I'd be really interested. I, I sent you an email. and and whatever, and you invited me to Buttonwoods. I did? Mm-hmm. Yep. Does that sound like me? <laughs> no. That doesn't sound oh, like Oh, I had you. someone managing the page back then. That's what it was. <laughs> 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 oh, that's kind of cool. And I, I didn't know that story, Anna. I'm so glad you shared that with us. Oh, you're very welcome. Yes, yeah, so I've really told not. that before. You don't remember? No, I'm like 107 well, years old, 110 yeah. years old. I mean, you know, I can't remember yesterday. Every yeah. day is a new adventure that's for me. True. You that's true. You know what I mean? True. But yeah. I had posted pictures of I was uh, walking Naked around. Pictures. No, no. <laughs> um, the Shining Hotel. Of her dog. The Stanley Hotel. Oh, the Stanley. And yeah. I had put some pictures up there, and you contacted me and said, "I see what you're doing," and that's how I started interacting with you. Uh, I see what you're doing. I see what I you're doing what there you're doing, because yeah. I was posting um, paranormal pictures, or what you know, Intriguing. trying to find paranormal mm -hmm. activity. With this is all new to me. I'm so glad. <laughs> Nate, how did I meet? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. We'll go back. We'll go when, back. When we get the news, we'll ask him. Okay. Yeah, we'll ask him. All right. I mean, everybody wants to know uh, this crack crew that we have here, how, they, <laughs> how they're associated with me. Crack, <laughs> cracked up crew. Yeah. What yeah. does that say? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't read that. I can read it. Is I don't... the iconic Hudson. No, no, no. no. Don't read that. Restaurant. Don't read that. That's part of the power news. Don't please don't read that. <laughs> oh, why am I getting something on the doohickey thingy then? Um, it's called the teleprompter. Oh, sorry. It's called the teleprompter. I'm learning yeah. so John, much. John, John would like to know if he can be a guest someday. Maybe, sure, sure. Maybe John. We'll see. Didn't we? Didn't we tape him one time somewhere? Probably at one of our events. The Spirit Quest. When you yeah, went to Spirit one Quest. Of the Spirit yeah. Quest. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Spirit Quest yet? No, we're going to hold off till next oh. uh, next month. Wherever. I'm wearing my English cat, cat, cap, hat, whatever the hell it is. And that can only mean that Steve Parsons is uh, coming over here to annoy me for another two weeks. <laughs> if you think that Ron and I bicker, oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Steve Parsons. For, we those, love Steve. for those who don't know Steve Parsons, he is uh, one of the leading uh, parapsychologists of the UK. And. Uh, he is also the founder, co-founder of Parascience. Uh, he's written a couple books, Ghostology and what's that other one? Oh, sound kind of sound. Oh. Ghostology. He's going gonna to really be mad at us for yeah, that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I've got another. Paracoustics. 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 I got another. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Ann. 
I got it under my coffee Thank table. You. you know, it keeps my Thank coffee you. coffee table even. Most days can't remember my name. Yeah. It keeps your coffee table even. Yeah, he actually made the number of pages. I told him how tall I needed it, and uh, he, he made the book to fit. This is a true story. Ask him, he'll tell you. He made it. But, uh, yeah, Steve Parsons is always going to do a whole bunch of events. Uh, events? Events? That's because he worked on Most Haunted with Yvette. See how that worked in? Yeah, it just uh, nice, fully nice. and slipped there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she's doing a bunch of vet and events. Events. <laughs> Keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> Including Spirit Quest. Okay. Yeah. But one thing he's doing too is uh, we're going to do Dining with the Dead at the Wyndham Restaurant again in the beginning of September. Very nice. It will be the Cabinet of Curiosities, Ooh. which Ooh. is really, really exciting. What could be in the Cabinet that of must Curiosities? That must mean that you found a Cabinet. I know you were looking for a Cabinet. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we will. Just Curiosities at this point. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be a Cabinet. It's just a pile. It'll be a Cabinet. <laughs> a pile of Curiosities. Pile. No, there'll be a Cabinet. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's good. It's, it's, he's got all these little artifacts, and, and there's a story behind them, and so we'll be doing the thing, and he'll be talking about them. It's, it's, it's kind of neat. Nice. And the, the, you know, probably the nicest thing about the whole thing is I get to keep all the junk when he goes. <laughs> <laughs> junk. Oh, man. Junk. <laughs> Not junk. Oh, junk. my goodness. Junk? So, eclectic what? finds. You said junk. junk. Yeah? <laughs> it was, do I need a translator? The curiosities. Oh, curiosities, curiosities, right. Oh, yeah, curiosities. So, anyway, what were you saying? You said something. Nothing. Are we, we going to do, when am I going to do my list? You want to do I'm that? I'm impatient. List? All right. So without further ado, and before this show goes down the tubes any further than it already has, we will bring on Anne's hidden cigarette list, which you've been waiting with for bated breath and bated everything. Breath. So, yeah. All right. So. so Anne, take it away, Anne. Yes. Yeah. So every week, as every week, every month on this show, <laughs> I don't you talk. know, I do my cemetery tripping. So in lieu of cemetery tripping this month, I'll say lieu. I <laughs> skip to my lieu. I am going to do the top ten haunted cemeteries. Ooh, that's a great idea, Ed. Would you ever come up with that? I don't know. Mm. Uh, it just came to me in a in a vision. Yeah. So I am going to just dive right in, Where and I will Skype? tell you, there's <laughs> one cemetery on this list that I've actually visited. So. Really? I will have to work on getting to the other nine. Road trip. So, road trip. It's going to be a long road trip. But um, mm-hmm. So, we're going to start with uh, number 10. So, Union place. Cemetery in Eastern Connecticut is our top, our number 10 haunted cemetery. It dates back to the 1600s, so it's easy to believe that it could be haunted. This graveyard is also known as the White Lady Cemetery. Is there like a picture with this? There is a picture. Okay. Um, Russ should, I, we don't have our monitor, so I don't know if he's got the picture. Up. I was just curious. <laughs> um, so, uh, because of the, the famous ghost that reportedly haunts it, as you might suspect, a mysterious ghost adorned in white roams the grounds of the cemetery and sometimes even ventures beyond the gates a bit and into the road. Ooh. Many drivers have reported hitting her when she appears out of nowhere in the road. And other people have told stories of a set of red eyes peering at them from the confines of a bush or a tree. Legend has it that the white lady is the spirit of a woman who was murdered in the 1940s after she had killed her husband. Others think it was another woman who had been killed at the turn of the 20th century 
and had her body dumped in a sinkhole behind the church. And still others believe it's the body of a woman who died during childbirth and is roaming the earth searching for her lost child. Since no one has actually gotten her to sit down for a chat, her identity remains a mystery. Road trip! As an aside about this, Leslie, our, our favorite haunted photographer, really? Frank Grace. Who is that? Frank Grace. Right, Grace. What's his name? Will you stop <laughs> it? Frank Grace, and he's a fabulous photographer. Um, you asked and, me what kind of a drunk I would be now. Yeah, <laughs> an annoying drunk. Um, this is Union Cemetery in Easton, Connecticut, which uh, Frank uh, gifted me when he was on our show. So, um, and I think that was on. He had, they had a haunt. He does a haunted calendar every year with Jeff Belanger. Yeah. And I believe uh, it was on last year's yeah. calendar. And so, uh, uh, our good friend, um, who's, who's the guy who runs the show here? Russ. No, the other guy. Zach? Uh, Zach, yes. Our good friend Zach got that cool shot from the uh, Salem. <gasps> yeah. Yes, Salem. That's a pretty cool photo. Yeah. And you got uh, Lizzie, Lizzie Borden. Borden. Yes. Lizzie Borden. And I, I got a lighthouse. That was in, my, so, in my office. So that's why he's our favorite photographer. He is our favorite Bring us gifts and we'll make you he's, our favorites too. Yes. Yes. He's gifted us <laughs> yes. some lovely items. So you think we should go there and we have Leslie. Leslie can. Ah. I'd love in, to go there. It's I'm wondering why if she's looking for her child that she's in the middle of the road getting hit by cars. I don't know. Or hiding in bushes with front eyes. <laughs> Maybe the baby's in the bush. Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to go check out that bush. No comment. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So uh, jumping back on our list at number nine, Hollywood Forever Cemetery in Los Ooh, Angeles. Mala's place. Yes. Yes. Our good friend Mala Brooks. And I have talked about Hollywood Forever Cemetery because it was on my cemetery bucket list uh, a few months ago. So I still haven't gotten there, but someday I will. Really? Some of the ghosts that have been seen here include Clifton Webb, Virginia Rapp, who is the girl at the center of the Fatty Arbuckle murder-slash-rape scandal. Read about that. That's really interesting. Uh, and William it's a name Randolph like Fatty Hurst. Arbuckle. I mean, it's got to be interesting. <laughs> Uh, now, Hearst isn't actually buried at Hollywood forever, but people have reported seeing him visiting the grave of his old mistress, Marion Davies. Now, one of the top ghosts that is seen at Hollywood forever is Rudolph Valentino. And he was the Latin lover and idol of the silver screen in the 1920s. He you died on. That, don't you? I'm sorry? Nothing. Just moving along. Oh, that was in your youth, wasn't it? Yes, the 1920s? Okay. Yes, uh, he died on August 23, 1926, and was rumored to have passed away from peritonitis at the age of 31 years old. But some think he was murdered via arsenic poisoning. Ooh. He is said to haunt several places, including the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And on the anniversary of Rudolph Valentino's death, witnesses said that every year they saw a woman concealed by a dark veil visiting his crypt and placing a red rose in the vase. Hmm. Mm. Sounds like our mysterious pole po toaster. Po toaster, yeah. Uh, so she, speculation is that this woman was Dietra Flame, a friend of the famous actor. As a child, she was seriously ill, and Valentino visited her and brought her a single red rose, assuring her that she would not die. He talked about death and asked her that should he die before her, to please come and visit because he didn't want to be lonely. 
Ditra did exactly that until her own death in 1984. But, don't cry, Ron, it's okay. Since that time, there have been sightings of a transparent figure of a woman dressed in black kneeling beside Valentino's tomb. Others have said that they have seen a red rose suddenly appear in the vase, and others report that they feel that they are being watched and hear footsteps following behind them as they walk down the eerie corridors. Ooh. Another actor Who haunting the son place. Fatty Arbuckle. Okay, so the story behind Fatty Arbuckle. And who would call him Fatty Arbuckle? It's not face. his name. It's not his name, but he was a big guy. Yeah. And he was in. Um, he was a comedian, but he um, ended up in. Um, I believe he ended up in silent movies, but he was a really big guy, and so people, his audience, they loved him. They started calling him Fatty. And he. So, folks, if you like Ann, you can go and call her Blondie. <laughs> Funny guy. Okay, back to my list. Tyrone Power died of a heart attack at age 44. He's still in that same cemetery? Yeah, same cemetery. Oh, There's lots of ghosts here. We're going to be here all night. Uh, I'll, I'll speed it up. Wait, I mean, I'll get it to the uh, here. <laughs> he died on November 15, 1958. During a strenuous fight scene, he suddenly gripped his chest and dropped to the floor and never regained consciousness. That's a heart his longtime friend and neighbor, Vincent Price. Ooh, I like Vincent. Had a very strange occurrence the day that Tyrone died. While traveling in a plane to New York, the weather was bad, so the pilot had decided to circle the airport to wait for the conditions to break. While up in the air, Vincent opened the curtains of his window to see how the weather was looking. To his shock, he claims he saw a message written in the clouds which said, Tyrone Power is dead. He wanted to dismiss the freaky sight, but when he arrived at his hotel room, his agent paid him a visit, informing him Tyrone was indeed dead. Just like in the Beatles record. So, yeah. uh, Tyrone is buried in Hollywood Forever Cemetery, but many people say that they have a very, ear very eerie feeling and the hairs stand up on their arms when being close to his grave, and many think he still lingers around. So our last ghost in the uh, Hollywood Forever Cemetery is Clifton Webb, who was an American actor, singer, and dancer. And in 1944, at the age of 53, he decided to go into film at that age. He never married or had children, and he lived in a haunted house with his mother. Rumored to be visited by the deceased former owner, he and his mother, with their famous friends, would conduct seances cool. speaking to the spirit. He appeared in 20 films until his mother died at the age of 91, and then he never worked again. He never recovered from her loss and was a recluse in his home for the last five years of his life. In 1939, he died of a heart attack, in a heart attack and is interred in Crypt 2350 Corridor G6, Abbey of the Palms in Hollywood Forever Cemetery, next to his mother. <laughs> When walking down the Abbey of the Palms, many witnesses have reported ghostly happenings. Some have heard whispering voices or whistling, while others have seen flickering lights and a strong smell of cologne. People say they have seen him wearing a suit, and he sometimes shouts at them at, as they pass by to gain their attention. All right. I'm that sorry. was really That was very long. lengthy. Number eight. <laughs> Number eight. Boot Hill, Tombstone, Arizona. Oh, that's cool. I know that. Although the cemetery has many comical fake tombstones, it they is do? inauthentic. Yeah. 
It is an authentic cemetery. They have yeah, comical fig tombstones? It's more of a, yeah. It's a tourist, tourist attraction. attraction. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it was Tombstone's first city cemetery in, established in 1879, and it wasn't called Boot Hill until the 1920s. Should have some of those comical tombstones. Would have lightened us show up. Oh, well, I probably have some on the screen. Hey, mm -hmm. you wanted me to do the top ten. All right, so. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> uh, In fact, uh, there were many people who didn't want to be buried once they started calling it Boot Hill because there were uh, thieves, murderers, rustlers, prostitutes were all buried there. So people started digging their people up and moving into the new <laughs> cemetery. So there's many famous people buried in Boot Hill graveyard. Uh, for example, China Mary was buried in 1906. She was the undisputed ruler of Hoptown, the Chinese neighborhood in Tombstone. Uh, Dutch Annie, Queen of the Red Light District, is buried where her marker rests. Oh, I know her. <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, Billy Clanton, Tom and Frank McClory are buried there. John Heath, who was a mastermind of the robbery that resulted in the Bisbee Massacre. He was lynched by a mob in 1884. Uh, oops, sorry. Juggling here. Uh, so Boot Hill is supposedly... Uh, a site of evidence, photographic evidence of ghosts. In 1996, a tourist was taking a picture of his friend in the Old West, in Old West gear at Boot Hill. And I don't know if this picture is uh, up yet. Uh, he didn't notice anything out of the ordinary until the film was developed, revealing a man in a cowboy hat who appeared to be rising out of the ground. Ooh. I think 1996 was a little early for photoshopping, so I'm not sure that... You know, if Henry, Henry Mumbler did it in 1860, okay. I'm just saying. All right. So, all right. So, it's number seven, William Cemetery Mumbler. Hill in Gettysburg, Ooh. Pennsylvania. Uh, might Didn't be it? one of the only places where you can experience a ghost smell. Because so many died at the Battle of Gettysburg, it was impossible to clear the bodies and get them buried in a timely fashion. As you can imagine, the stench would have been awful. For quite some time after, people couldn't walk near Cemetery Hill without something to mask the stink of, stink of death. So they dipped their handkerchiefs in peppermint and vanilla to hold the cloth to their noses. And to this day, some people report smelling peppermint at Cemetery Hill. It is also notable among the entire battlefield, it was the area of some of the fiercest and bloodiest parts of the battle. Bodies of the fallen soldiers laid in the July heat to rot for such a long period of time that tales of the haunted hill started before long. It is believed that as a, if a body is not laid to rest in the ground before a certain time that the body will begin to roam the earth. Other reports include gunshots at night, cannon blasts in the distance, drums, trumpet signals to charge, or the commands of some fallen commander heard echoing in the night. These are all the common sounds heard from many parts of Gettysburg where the battle was fought. Yeah, that's, Gettysburg's quite the place if you, if you haven't been there. I have, actually, I have been there. Yeah. I have not been to Cemetery Hill, but I've been to um, Little Round Top. Little Round Top. Where they have Devil's Den? They have, hmm? Devil's Den? Mm-mm. Oh. I haven't been there. Yeah. I didn't, at the time that I visited Gettysburg, I was not. Just a little baby. Very much into, yeah, just a little baby. Mm -hmm. Um. I was not into the paranormal. 
then and my kids were little and so you know we didn't go to the cemetery although it actually is kind of one big cemetery if you True. think about absolutely. it absolutely the whole town is actually one cemetery we, we brought our kids there as mm -hmm. a family vacation time. I did too. Out, out in the middle of the of the uh, battlefield and I'm walking around and people are like, yeah. <laughs> what is that lady doing? But, you know, it, so much going on. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Crazy I wanted energy. To, and I wanted to go on the ghost tour and, of course, I got vetoed on that because, what? you know. Wow. What? Well, I was still interested in ghosts. Oh, no, I couldn't go on the ghost tour with my kids. Why? Um, well, we were camping in Gettys um Hershey. Okay. So we had to go back. That's what we it's, did. It's a day trip. <laughs> yeah, it was a day trip. It, it takes a couple hours yeah. to get back there. Uh, so okay. my kids were more interested in the bunnies, the wild bunnies. That the bunnies. They <laughs> 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 weren't in. One of the chapters in our new book, uh, Ghost Files, uh, coming out next year, is on Gettysburg. Nice. In our first experience there. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in Gettysburg. All right. So, so moving right along. Jumping back to the list. I know you're on the edge of your seat. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Number six, Resurrection Cemetery in Chicago. Ooh. Between this and Bachelor's Grove, Chicago is a scary place to be. The ghost in Resurrection is a hitchhiker, similar to many others, including our own local redheaded hitchhiker. The story goes, Except many years ago, a girl was walking home one night after a dance. She was hit and killed by a car and has spent the last 80 years hitchhiking to the cemetery. When a kindly driver accepts and pulls up to drop her off at the gate, she vanishes. In Chicago, this girl is called Resurrection Mary. Many people have reported seeing her or almost hitting her on the road, and some people have even claimed to pick her up. While it sounds like one of these urgent urban legends, there may be an element of truth. In 1927, a girl named Anna Norcus did die in a car accident on her way home from the O. Henry Ballroom. Uh, and since the 1930s, many drivers have reported actually picking her up. Um, Archer Avenue. I'm sorry? Archer Avenue. Archer Avenue. Yep. Driving northeast along Archer Avenue between the Willowbrook Ballroom and Resurrection Cemetery. She's dressed somewhat formally in a white party dress and is said to have light blonde hair and blue eyes. And according to the, let's see. When the driver stops near the Resurrection Cemetery, the young woman asks to be let out, whereupon she disappears. The story goes that Mary had spent the evening dancing with a boyfriend at the O. Henry Ballroom. At some point, they got into an argument, and Mary stormed out. Even though it was a cold winter's night, she thought she would rather face a cold walk home than spend another minute with her boyfriend. She left the ballroom and started walking up Archer Avenue. She had not gotten very far when she was struck and killed by a hit-and-run driver who fled the scene. Her parents found her and were grief-stricken at the sight of her dead body. They buried her in Resurrection Cemetery wearing a beautiful white dancing dress and matching dancing shoes. The hit-and-run driver was never found. Mm. So there was a story in 1979 in the suburban Trib that detailed the story of a cab driver, Ralph, picking up a young woman. In his words, a looker, a blonde. She was young enough to be my daughter, 21 tops. Oh, yes, just like me. <laughs> Near a small shopping center on Archer Avenue. A couple miles up Archer there, she jumped with a start like a horse and said, Here, here. I hit the brakes. I looked around and didn't see no kind of house. Where, I said, and then she sticks out her arm and points across the road to my left and says, there. And that's when it happened. 
I look to my left like this at this little shack and then I turned and she was gone, vanished. And the car door never opened. May the good Lord strike me dead. It never opened. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. There's also another story like the guy picks her up and she's cold, so he puts a sweater around her. Oh. And then they, he gives her her address and they go to the house and they say, You're joking. My daughter's been dead for 20 years. Oh, and then God. They, go, they go to the grave and they find his sweater on the grave. Oh, that's Such nice. Such cool stories. All right, so next at number five is the one cemetery on this list that I've actually been to, Howard Street Cemetery Yay! in Salem, Mass. With its witch hunt history, it seems safe to assume that Salem is probably one of the most haunted places in the U.S. The oldest cemetery there is no exception. In fact, one famous resident of the grounds wasn't just buried there, he died there too. Giles Corey was the only person to die by torture during the witch trials. He refused to admit guilt or innocence regarding his use of witchcraft because either way he answered would allow city officials to take his property. Mm -hmm. So the sheriff made Corey lie down in a hole in the middle of the field and then added stones to a board placed across his chest. More stones were slowly added until Corey was eventually crushed to death two days later. Now Corey is said to appear in the cemetery right before tragedy strikes. He was supposedly seen just days before the Great Fire of 1914, which started on Gallows Hill, where his wife had been hung for accusations of witchcraft. You know, that's so weird because they didn't even know where Gallows Hill was. And <laughs> hey, I don't, you know. They just, they just uh, came up with that. Some professor said, came out with this big thing. I found Gallows Hill, oh, and it was yeah. a big thing. Do you isn't remember it, that? Isn't there like a CVS there now or something? No, I think it's up, <laughs> well, whatever. It's, but uh, we, uh, we used to do spectral evidence there in Salem for 13 years. And Leslie, that's exactly what Leslie got that picture. Yeah. We were um, communicating with a spirit man. And his name was Isabel or something. Abr Abrams. Isabel. It was Abram or, well, I know. It's okay Abram in Massachusetts. Spell. That's all right. <laughs> um, his name was Abram or Abrams. And then uh, Ron did a spell, and I caught a picture of a, a ghostly face. Is that still on your website? It is still on my website. Which is? www.lesleymarden, L-E-S-L-E-Y, marden.com. And it's further back in the pages because it happened a while ago. Yeah, mm. but you can go see the picture and, and the yeah, whole story behind it. That's an amazing picture. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Yeah. Well, there, I've gotten, uh, when we first started doing Spectrum, we did it for 13 years there, and uh, we used to go into the cemetery. Uh, and uh, some people got some amazing, amazing pictures mm -hmm. in there, mm. which was kind of cool. Even a nice EVP, too. Mm -hmm. says, help me, Mother Mary. Oh, wow. That's a little creepy. <laughs> me or the voice? <laughs> Both. <laughs> okay. okay, Bachelor Grove, thank you. Right. That was so good. Number four, Bachelor's Grove Cemetery we already in did that. Chicago. No, I talked about it in the previous You one. got two in Chicago? Uh, two in Chicago. Oh, it's two a trick. You should go to Chicago. Mm. And they call it Chicago Land, which apparently is the um, metropolitan Chicago area, so it includes all the suburbs and everything. Mm. So established in 1840, uh, it was an area that was soon abandoned by English homesteaders who relocated from Chicago to New England. Of course they did, uh, because New England's better. <laughs> Leaving their family graves behind. During the 20s and 30s, Bachelors Grove was rumored to have been the infamous dumping ground for Chicago's organized crime families. It was the isolated lagoon near the back of the abandoned cemetery that supposedly drew, drew the mob's attention. 
According to the legends, it soon became the perfect place to fit hitmen, snitches, and people who owed money with a pair of permanent concrete shoes. Bachelors Grove is most famous for the ghost stories that surround the strange plot of land at the end of the long gravel road. One of the most famous images of a supposed ghost was captured at the graveyard and appeared in the Chicago Sun-Times in 1991. The White Lady, or Madonna of Bachelors Grove, is rumored to be the spirit of a woman who was buried next to her child. Oftentimes she's seen wandering the cemetery during the full moon, holding the body of a baby in her arms. At least this one found the baby, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> Maybe the, she took the other one's baby. She took the other one's baby. That's, <laughs> That's like the, the problem. Uh, the white lady is just one of many strange, ghostly things eyewitnesses have seen. More than once, groups of people have come across a phantom farmhouse, a whole house, while making the gravel road hike late at night. The house appears as a picturesque white farmhouse in perfect condition before disappearing completely before your eyes. Also, supposedly in 1870, a farmer and his horse plowed too close to the water's edge and apparently fell in and couldn't get out. I don't, I don't know. Oh, I uh, down and I can't get out. They've both been spotted in spirit form years later, continuing to plow the area around the lagoon to this day. Wow. I find it hard to believe. I mean, does it just drop right off? Evidently. <laughs> like 50 feet deep. They fell cool. in and couldn't get out. Cool I don't know. All right, number three. We're getting there, folks. Western Burial Ground. Uh, Westminster Presbyterian Churchyard in Baltimore, Maryland, where our Paranews reporter, Nathan Mayer, has visited and brought really? me... He's looking at me, what? <laughs> <laughs> and brought me uh, footage for our Poe our po show. Are we still one of the gravestones? I'm sorry? We still one, of, still the one of the gravestones. Uh, this spooky cemetery has often been referred to as one of the most haunted places in America. There are stories surrounding the fact that many individuals were buried in the cemetery that were not dead when they were buried. Excuse me? When they weren't, they put them in the ground, weren't quite gone. Uh, and once you don't look too good, better bury them. Passed <laughs> to the spiritual side. Their spirit began to wander the ground, seeking out the person and or a group of people that bury them alive in order to seek out revenge. Uh, let's see. Naturally, it's believed that the spirit of the ever-popular author... Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe lingers among graves less nestled in the old western burial ground. Poe died unexpectedly as he traveled through this area that he called home a good majority of his life, and his death could not be explained. However, he was on his way to visit his true love and her mother. He was re to return to the area in order to wed, but never left the area. It is believed his apparition has been seen around where his body his is buried. Yeah, his cousin. Yeah. Well, he was married to his cousin. Yes. But then I think she died, so this was going to be the, the next. second cousin? The next cousin. The second I don't cousin. know. It's a good thing you had a bunch of cousins, you know. You run out of them, you're in trouble. And also, the ever-popular Skull of Cambridge is buried in this haunted graveyard as well. What is that? This is said to be the head of a minister that was murdered. Ooh. It's believed that they took the skull and placed it in a segment of cement in order to block out the sound of screams that seem to emerge from it. It is said that it screams at all times of the day, and it seems to linger in the minds that hear it on a consistent basis. Many individuals have been severely frightened by this particular haunting. And it is said that several people even experienced, experienced insanity 
and were placed in psychiatric wards after being exposed to it for a prolonged That's not uncommon, though. The screaming skulls are, are very popular in, in uh, UK. There's several mm -hmm. of them. In fact, in my book, Ghost of Day, which I see you have Ghost over there. Ghost of Day. Yes, that, there's a, two or three of them, right I think, there. listed in there. Yep, so. Yes, because in Ghost of Day, uh -oh. coincidence here. Coincidence? Uh, let's see. He has our next cemetery. No way. On uh, March 29th. No way, 2002. Jose. Okay. Mm. Now, this is called Stull Cemetery at number two. As I like to call it, Skull, because I can't say Stull. Also known as the Gates to Hell. Yeah. <gasps> no. For over a century, Stull Cemetery has been linked to countless legends involving witchcraft, satanic cults, and of course, the infamous Gateway to Hell. According to the legends, Lucifer once used the abandoned and now destroyed church, church at the center of the cemetery as his, as his own personal doorway from the netherworld. And rumor has it that if you go up and knock on a rock in the rubble pile as if you were knocking on a door, the devil himself will rise up and answer. No, thank <laughs> Hello. You. Oh, my Jehovah goodness. Witness. <laughs> <laughs> now, now. Come okay. on in. <laughs> so it was in Stull where he would rouse the spirits who had been buried inside the gates of the most evil cemetery in existence. But he's only able to pass through the gateway twice a year at midnight on the spring equinox and, of course, Halloween. on Halloween. I'm sure you're probably wondering why. He would choose this little place in the middle of nowhere. But the reason dates back to 1850. The most widely accepted theory behind the origins of Stull's evil reputation is tied to both a large tree that once stood in the cemetery and an old tombstone inscribed with the word... The hanging tree. Wittich. Yeah, Wittich. The tree was said to be the hanging tree for condemned witches who were put to death by the torch-wielding townspeople. In the grave... None they didn't other have TV than back then, so they had to do something. <laughs> None <laughs> other than the witch. final Hang resting place for the bones of Satan's child, who the legend said was born deformed and covered in wolf hair. According to legends, hundreds, hundreds of eyewitnesses have claimed that even though the church has been missing its roof since the 1920s, rain refused to land inside the building. And awestruck visitors would report that the tiny church would stay bone dry no matter what time of year or weather conditions. And it is there that these supernatural attributes that the town finally gathered to tear the church down. That's a shame. I know. The most famous story associated is uh, Pope that Paul. Pope, Paul, Pope John Paul II refused to fly over the cemetery and had the plane redirected because the ground in Stell Cemetery was so unholy that even the air above it was tainted by evil. And discovering whether or not it is actually haunted is not an easy task because they will not allow any paranormal investigators into the cemetery. It's one I of think my I remember places. reading in Ripley's, um, believe it or not, that there was a wolf boy. Uh -huh. So maybe this of... poor child <laughs> just was born hairy. <laughs> and maybe. Or could have been the thing. son of the devil. Could have been. So. Yeah. There, I actually heard, read before they got to all this, people who actually went there and drank and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember one report, because uh, there's stairs that goes down, and the guy said it took him X amount of time 
to go down in X amount of time to come up, but going down was different than going up by quite a bit. Wow. So we figured he went into a different dimension. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Was he also drinking, though? Absolutely. So, well, he, he may have been in a different dimension. Yeah, <laughs> a little personal dimension. Who knows? Who That's knows? right. It's, it's an intriguing right. story. It's one of my favorites, actually. I, I really enjoyed that. All right. Thank you so much for bringing that you're to us. You're so welcome. Uh, you're the best. All right. All right. Here we are at number one. Drum roll. St. Louis Cemetery, number one, in New Orleans. Oh. Of course. New Orleans. New Orleans. Opening in 1789 to replace St. Peter's Cemetery, which burned in 1788, more than 100,000 people. How can a cemetery burn? Are buried, I don't know, in a section of land about the size of a block. The tomb that tends to attract the most attention is that of Marie Laveau, Laveau, the famous voodoo priestess. People mark three X's on her tomb, believing that doing so will cause her to grant them a wish. Within the cemetery, individuals have reported seeing the ghost of Marie Laveau walking through the tombs. And for those willing and risking to disregard her or her beliefs or religion, reports exist of people being scratched, pinched, pinched or shoved to the ground. Marie, as they say, is not always deemed the friendliest of spirits. Visitors have reported all sorts of paranormal happenings while trying to interact with the now-deceased voodoo queen. Feelings of being touched, becoming unexplainably ill, and hearing voices emanating from inside the tomb have all been said to happen on occasion. Ron's feeling unexplainably ill this I evening. I know. What have you been doing, Ron? I don't know. You must have been messing with Marie. You know it's a Catholic cemetery? Yes, it is a Catholic yeah. cemetery. She she was Catholic. Yeah. Marie Laveau was most Catholic. Is, you know, most of the witches, and even today, most a lot of witches are... Most a lot of. Most a lot of were Catholic. Most a lot of. So that is my top 10 haunted cemetery list. Thank you for bearing with me. I know. They're like, thank God. <laughs> no, those are really good <laughs> stories. I, I uh, almost oh, enjoyed them. Oh, you almost <laughs> enjoyed them. <laughs> but anyways, joining us, of course, today is, is Leslie Madden. And uh, we asked her to come. Well, I asked her to come on the show because the three of us have had some great adventures together. Yes, we have. We have it. Yes. Good times. Yes. Well, I would say so, yes. Despite you. Good times. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> anyway, so I thought we'd talk a little bit about, uh, you know, we've done quite a bit together. We, You know, we did the uh, Collinwood or Farmworth Mansion together. Mm-hmm. We did the uh, roller skate rink. Yes. That yes. was fun. Was, I surprised everyone because they didn't think I could oh. roller skate. He was, I was amazing. I was so afraid he was going to fall and break his hip. I was so afraid. I was like, oh, jeez. And you fell a couple of times, and I was like, <gasps> yeah. 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 Like a trip going in. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we did, of course, um, the Pierce Mansion. Were you there for that, I believe? Yes. I did, yeah. yeah, we did that together. Yes, yeah, the cold. Victorian mansion. It was yes. very cold that night, yes. 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 Very cold, very yeah. Cold, yes. Leslie's like, very, I'm not staying here. Very cold. Why? <laughs> and uh, the Houghton Mansion we've done together. Mm-hmm. thing. I mean, so we've had some neat adventures. Yes. So what do you think, and I'm not going to give it to Leslie because she's been sitting here quietly and for she's, Absolutely. Is what do you think was what kind of the, your favorite adventure with that? I hate when people ask me that question because I love everyone equally. Um, well, which one stands out in your mind? Well, 
none at the moment. <laughs> Let me think about that. That's a big help. I know, right? Um, Is your chance to shine and like yeah. choke? <laughs> well, let's talk about the things that happened while we were there so we can jog Leslie's memory so we can remember what happened. So let's start with I named the, the places. That's good enough. Pierce Mansion in, yes. in, in Massachusetts there. Mm -hmm. Garden. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we started out. It was really, really cold. And, uh, oh, yeah, I was with that. Clay in the basement, and you weren't with me at that time. No. Um, it was very, there was a menacing, angry sort of, electric energy down there and um, we could feel the energy a cold swirly energy around our feet and it w it seemed to follow us and uh, there's this really cool place in the basement there it's a day kitchen mm -hmm. and there's some really awesome energy in there um, so yeah I liked that place down there it was cool but I, I what about you Ann? Yeah, anything stand out on some of these investigations I mean we did Rutland we did you know, so many different ones and I know yeah. um, Putting me on the spot. Yeah, Rutland. See, it's hard, isn't Rutland, it? Rutland, yeah. About it. Rutland was cool because you had all these ruins, and um, we're trying to find um, the, the thing. The thing that stands out most to me about that Rutland investigation was when we got to the grounds of the old hospital. Um, the things that Leslie was getting mm -hmm. lined up later when I was doing research, she had you know come out with a name, which I found in this really. Um, just it, it, I don't even know how I found it. I was just Googling all different kinds of word combinations, and she had pulled up um, a name that was in a, a prison publication um, from the Rutland prison camp, and and that just pff, that just blew me away. Yeah. That I just that stands out the most to me. Remember when we were in there and I said, Ron, I think this place is bigger than you think it is. I think it was two stories mm -hmm. because I was looking at it through my mind's eye from the outside and there were two sets of windows. Mm -hmm. And um, when we were inside and you showed that picture with the radiators and the beds like we had, um, we right. had discussed, there were two sets of windows. Mm -hmm. So that's where that mistake. That was another, yeah, yeah, the pictures that we found after the You fact. only see what you see, though, at the time. So she saw the two windows, thought it was two stories, yeah. but it was the right. thing in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, one of the most interesting was the roller skate rink for me, and, mm -hmm. and I think because, well, two reasons. First of all, you picked up that crazy stone in the cemetery. Remember she oh, said Oh, yeah, with we the, hole in it. It. the hole yep. in it. Oh, the yeah. stone, yep. the hole in it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then we made contact with that uh, spirit up in the the uh, upstairs. In the apartment. Yeah, mm -hmm. whatever that was. And, and there was this guy that was obscure that we had never heard about before or anything else. And then we were just talking about uh, that later on at the night. And somebody says, oh, my God, that's my, I forget what it was, father-in-law. He brother, was some relation to Some relation to yeah. yeah. And he was buried in the back. Remember that? Yeah. Yes. That yes, was amazing. Yes. Yeah. We like picked a, up on where he worked, what he did for a living. Yeah. He had tattoos. We picked up on that. We uh, the whole thing. Picked up, yeah, all sorts of information. It was we so got cool. That, yeah. 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 Anyway, but we have the paranormal news, and we I know do. we are getting short on time, yes, so I want to make sure we get that in because Nate's been standing there so so patiently. Yeah. So patiently waiting. So, for without any further ado, uh, let's run the paranormal news. Welcome to Paranormal News. I'm Nathan Mayer, your host for this month's 
paranormal news segment on Ghost Chronicles. The first story I uh, have is the iconic Hudson Willow Inn restaurant haunted. The Hudson restaurant Willow Inn is soon to reopen and may be able to celebrate its resurrection by declaring itself officially free of paranormal entities. The founder of Paranormal Interest Group, Ghost Hunters of Ottawa for Scientific Truth, yes, that spells G-H-O-S-T, ghost. <laughs> Dan Denchenu and his team stayed at the end for two nights to determine the hauntedness of the century-old hotel. The group didn't come up with a de definitive answer, but refused to rule out the possibility of ghosts, based on Dunchenu having a spooky feeling. So Patricia Winzel, one of the new owners, which comes with the possible silver lining of being perhaps the only greater Montreal area restaurant to be able to declare itself officially free of spirits. My second story, solar eclipse generates wild theories. Rogue observers of the spooky and weird are generating theories that the celestial event may usher in aliens, boost sightings of interdimensional creatures, and perhaps even plunge us toward world destruction. August 21st marks 62 years to the day when large head and eyes, long-armed and claw-hand aliens crashed a party in Kentucky and caused partygoers to fire at the creatures with rifles and shotguns. The total solar eclipse could make the veil separating realities become so thin that it could open up portals to other realms and allow the appearance of interdimensional creatures such as Lizard Man, a six to eight foot tall species with no neck and large blazing red eyes. The theory that planet Nerubu will collide with Earth 33 days after the eclipse on September 23rd, which is based on the numerology of 33 and Bible passages. My third story, a paranormal investigator's take on gliding figure. A paranormal investigator claims he knows the true identity of a ghost caught on camera in St. James Cemetery in Liverpool. More than 50,000 bodies are buried in the historic site, located behind Liverpool, Liverpool Cathedral. Harry Terrany believes the mysterious figure video gliding backwards and forwards in the cemetery grounds is in fact a demon. This negative en energy looks like a ball-headed man or golem-type creature and sometimes shows itself as a hooded figure. Harry has been going to St. James Cemetery for over 10 years. He said there are certain practices to banish negative energies from harming people which he puts in place on en anyone who accompanies him on paranormal investigations. Harry warns people of the archway in the cemetery being full of negative energy. My last story this month, scientists find that the soul goes back to the universe. According to the American physicists Dr. Stuart Hameroff and mathematical physicist Sir Roger Penrose, the soul is maintained in microtubules of brain cells. Allegedly, when human beings are clinically dead, microtubules in the brain 
lose their quantum state but still able to retain the information inside them. Dr. Hameroff elaborates, let's say the heart stops beating, the blood stops flowing, the microtubules lose their quantum state. The quantum information within the microtubules is not destroyed, it can't be destroyed, and it just distributes and dissipates to the universe at large. It's possible that the quantum information can exist outside the uh, body as a soul. This theory indicates that the soul could have existed since the very beginning of time itself and could end up explaining things that are even more mysterious and intriguing. And before I send it back to Ron and Ann and Leslie, I first met Ron. <laughs> I think he advertised uh, David Wells' event on MySpace, and I went to three of his events, and that's where I met Ron. Back to you, Ron and Ann. All right. Very good. There's that MySpace. We all have that MySpace connection. Yeah, I'm going to resurrect it. <laughs> and that's where I met you, Nate, was on that very David Walls trip thing. Uh -huh. That was where I met We're going to call it Ron Space. Ron Space. <laughs> we met on Ron Space. But, you know, there's, there's a lot to learn from what Nate said. First of all, you don't crash a party in Kentucky where they all have guns. <laughs> Number one. Yeah, no, don't do that. Not a good thing. No, no. <laughs> the other thing, you know, everybody made this big deal about the total eclipse. The total eclipse occurs every 18 months somewhere in the world. So in all reality, it's not like a huge deal. And besides, it only lasts for a couple of minutes, and it was kind of boring. I'm just saying. I had a hard time seeing it through my cereal Did box. You? Next, next yeah. year, when is it, 20? It probably was not. It was only like a 50% Did you use Captain Crunch? Yeah. You have to use Captain Crunch box. <laughs> <laughs> that was your problem. I, I, oh, I, it was I Raisin Bran. Oh, oh, no. Oh, I used a box. I did the colander trick. So I had many moons Ooh. on my oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't know you could the use old a bucket, The old bucket. You can take the bucket of water. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, just put a bucket of water. It's simple. Wow. As long as it's still, you've got a nice clean picture. There's so many cool yeah, things. The welder's glasses. Isn't that how Medusa uh, got frozen because she looked at her reflection? Medusa? Oh, no. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, you're watching. Five-minute warning. What? Five minutes, buddy. No way. Uh, we haven't <laughs> talked to Leslie yet. Well, let's talk to Leslie. Let's not talk about Medusa. Medusa, yeah, that was the uh, Argonauts, chasing the Argonauts. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. how he did it on the shield. Yep. <laughs> okay. Right. She saw her Turn to stone. Turn to stone. Is so every good woman should. Turn to stone. Turn to stone. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk. Enthusiasm catching or something. Talk to Leslie. She's only got a few more minutes. She only drove six hours to get here. I know, right? Okay, another cool thing that we did together was at the Collinwood. Um, we were doing a glass swirling, and you were filming, mm -hmm. and we were doing a glass swirling, and all of a sudden, this energy came in, and it was the, the man of the house. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the particulars. Dr. Farnham?
So I guess we have to go, we have and to go. Uh, we didn't get to.